To become an artist, you must always be moving forward and growing in your craft to learn new things. The hope is that if you are persistent enough and you care enough about your art, that over time you will not only improve, but will find success. Today's guest understands this more than most. He knows that to succeed, he needs to stay on his toes and try new things and be patient for what the future holds, because without the journey, there is no destination. This is the Myers Road Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Johnson, and this is episode 11, Mendoza. Um, so my, my name is Zach Mendoza, Zachary Mendoza. I am a painter, and I was uh, born in Glendale, California, and uh, spent most of my life in Southern California. Um, I went to art school. I, I graduated from Art Center College of Design in Pasadena, uh, studied illustration, and I've been in a number of group shows and solo shows since then. And um, yeah, I would consider myself primarily a painter, although um, drawing and, and other forms of art as well are something that I practice. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, I was born in Glendale and I, um, again, I've been throughout Southern California. And uh, my, my parents uh, divorced when, when I was pretty young, so we moved around a lot. I uh, lived in Eagle Rock uh, and then uh, Palmdale, which is in the high desert of California. Um, then back to the valley and uh, in West LA, uh, other, other places. And uh, so, yeah, I, I've been to a, I went to a lot of schools growing up. And uh, I was always the kid in class that could draw. It was kind of, the, kind of what I could count on. Uh, it, it was a way to meet people it was it was kind of a, a cool thing to to share just I, and for projects people relied on me the projects that required art like i remember we had a uh, to make a animal cell or a plant cell and yeah it was cool i was i was like the top pick in the in the science in that science class in sixth grade and uh so that that was fun um and yeah so i, I also had a little rivalry in third grade with this kid who could paint that blew my mind because i never tried painting up until that point um, and, uh, so yeah, so just throughout my, my, my life and it's paint and art has always been a constant for me, uh, just always something that I've done. Uh, my earliest memories are me making art and uh, drawing dinosaurs, houses and other various things. And, uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, uh, something that I kind of, um, found that I liked. I kind of always knew inherently that I wanted to, to make art. What are some of your early art memories? Uh, in, in middle school, I was uh, given the privilege of doing the school comic book, which I really enjoyed. Um, that was that was super fun. Um, and in, like first grade in kindergarten, I I remember winning these these little awards, and uh, so it was it was super cool. Like uh, as a as a little kid, to get these you know little notes of validation from from various uh, adults about art. Um, so yeah, there's there's different benchmarks i think in all those places we moved that kind of reinforced uh, okay i guess i'm guess i'm an artist and what else were you into as a kid um well i loved uh football i used to collect football cards um and uh in the process of moving i lost all of them or a dog chewed on them or something i was pretty heartbroken um but <laughs> but yeah i used to i used to play football a little bit and uh so that was fun uh, i was always pretty active um I think that, um, yeah, just, just kind of exploring, like playing, playing tag as a really young kid, ding dong ditch as well. I am ashamed to say that was really fun as a, as a really young kid. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and yeah, just, uh, just kind of drawing. And I was, uh, 
that was always kind of my, my go-to activity when I, when I wasn't sure what to do. And I was home with my, my siblings, had time after doing my, my homework and such. Um, yeah, just kind of drawing. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, was into Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was into all the, the card games, the Pokemon when I was really young. Um, and, uh, so just kind of just normal kid stuff, I would say. Zach comes from a family of divorce and because of this was constantly moving around as a kid. And how old were you when they divorced? I was 11 when, when they divorced. And, uh, so yeah, it's pretty, pretty young, I would say. Uh, yeah, my, I have, I'm the oldest of my, of my, uh, siblings. So, uh, my sister and my, my brother, I, I don't know, um, how they, uh, experienced that time in our life, but, uh, but I, I know that it was kind of, it was pretty hard for me. So I imagine it was, it was hard for them. Um, sadly, it's a pretty, pretty common thing. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that that is, uh, is kind of um, so, something I think about just in, in kind of my you know, formative years, I guess. And why did y'all move around so much? Was, were you living with like one of your specific parents and, and they kept having new jobs or what was it? Yeah, it was with my mom. Um, but my dad would always come out, drive out to visit us like two hours um, which is, which is great. But, uh, but yeah, my mom's job kind of uh, took her all over the place. She was a manager at, um, a number of different places. And, um, both my parents are, you know, have always been very hard workers. So, um, they were, they were hustling and, uh, trying to provide for us, um, even while separate, of course. And so, um, so that was the reason why we moved around a lot. I think her, her job kind of led, led us to different places. And, um, yeah. And I was also, uh, I think, uh, somewhat of a um, a parent to my to my siblings too at a pretty young age, so it forced me, I think, in a way to be more mature. I kind of had to figure some things out a little earlier. Um, so, um, so yeah, so so that is uh, <laughs> that uh, that's the reason, I guess, for for moving around so much. Coming from a working class family and always moving around, did you ever feel like uh, you had to go without, or did you always feel content with? Uh, what you had growing up? No, I, I told my mom uh, that I, I always felt like you know, we were provided for, like we had everything we needed. And I think she was surprised by that. She was like, oh, wow. Because was like there were some tough months back then. Um, it's cool. I mean, what parents do to, to make sure that their kids don't feel that is, is really uh, amazing. She's like, we had to sell things, like all kinds of things. And, uh, and uh, uh, just to kind of make the, make the mortgage and all that stuff. Uh, which I, I wasn't aware of, um, of course, but um, but yeah, I mean, to me, I feel like I had a great childhood. While most artists I talked to seem to be more of the video game drawing kids, Zach grew up playing football. Yeah, I played I played football in high school. I was so bad at it. Like I don't know why they kept me on the team for so long. I was on JV football. Uh, I was quarterback, and I was terrible. I was so like I was t- I was tiny. I was like five two when I first started. Uh, I got a growth spurt, but I was still small. Um, so I was bad, but uh, I, I had friends on the team and, uh, and, and it, it was fun. It, it was a, it was great uh, experience, I guess, with, uh, you know, taking care of, uh, like working out, being in shape. I think that that was a big takeaway from that. Um, but yeah, I remember, um, the starting quarterback for the varsity team. I don't think he liked me very much. He was like, who is, who is this little guy? That's, that's not very good. Um, but, but we had art class together at one point, which is cool. And he, and I got to like make art in front of him and uh he, he was like wow this is really good and so that was that was super cool and um so i just kind of in that moment was was uh, accepting of you know i'm not gonna i know i'm not gonna go into the nfl i know i'm not uh, an athlete 
but um but yeah another moment of validation like uh, this is this is kind of what i'm good at so it's kind of a fun fun memory you don't normally see those those worlds like merge really do you isn't that weird yeah i've i <laughs> i used to i used to be in pretty pretty good shape and all that and uh I remember I went to, like, when I started Art Center, I got all skinny, and my dad was saying, Art's making you weak. I, I know he's joking, but um, it's a funny idea. Like, <laughs> like, what is Art doing to me? Um, but yeah. So yeah, I, I can imagine. There's, there's not a lot of crossover, probably. I, I tried to ask some uh, friends at Art Center if they, because I still watched football at that time. I don't anymore. But uh, nobody was into the Super Bowl. Like, we had to go to a ballet for my modernism class, um, which was crazy my dad was asking me um what my plans were am i going to come over to their barbecue and i told him i had to go to a ballet um of the rite of spring which is a very avant-garde kind of ballet performance and uh so it was just very different very different but uh but yeah so while zach enjoyed sports growing up it wasn't his passion that was always art and you might be able to say that art was just in his dna i also uh my Great great grandfather was a famous painter. His name was Hanson Puttiff, and uh, he was uh, like a California impressionist painter. He did a lot of uh, plein air uh, landscape paintings of uh, uncultivated LA landscape 100 years ago. Um, so my grandma um, had tons of his his works uh, in her house, and uh, I was at my grandma's house all the time. And uh, yeah, so my my memories are kind of uh, decorated by these uh, these really you know lovely objects which are his paintings and uh so he, he was kind of an archetype for me of of uh, a successful artist I, I kind of knew uh from a very young age that you know that was even possible uh because of his works uh, which is looking back on i think that that is kind of what um maybe propelled me to to continue to make art i uh, just kind of knew it was possible and uh so now now i actually have one of his paintings my, my grandpa um has made it a tradition to to gift a handsome putt of painting to people in the family who get married, and so and when I did, I was kind of I I didn't want to be too like presumptuous that I was going to get one, but he did end up giving me one. It was it was amazing, and um, it's a beautiful uh, seascape. Uh, I think of Laguna Beach in California, and um, so yeah, so I had a I had a kind of an example to to point to in my early life. When Zach graduated high school, he knew he was going to go to college. He did have an example from his family of someone who had become a successful artist. But for most, that kind of life seems so far out of reach that you get this feeling you need to pursue something more reliable. And Zach was no exception to this. Yeah, I mean, uh, I always, when people, when I was really young, people would ask me what I wanted to be when I grow up. And I would always say a paleontologist or a famous artist. And so, um, yeah, this is like six years old, five years old. And uh Nothing against dinosaurs, but anyways, yeah. So uh, I I don't know. You hear things as you grow up too that um, you can't make a living as an artist. It's a it's there's the the archetype of the starving artist, of course. There's all these these things, and so I don't think I I really kind of allowed myself to think it was possible. Like I again, I had this really cool example to point to, which was my great great grandfather. I, I saw his work. I knew he was successful. Um, he lived a long life. He was you know, accomplished and, and recognized for his work. But yet I, I don't, for some reason, I, I, I always wanted to hedge my, my bets. And I think that's practical as, as anybody who I'd ask would, would say, but, um, but yeah, stubbornly, I think I just was always, again, like choosing the, the, the art classes and 
I kind of had to come to terms with the fact that, you know, it's just something I have to do constantly um, or, or just, you know, in addition to whatever else I'm doing, whatever job I might have or, um, and I, I've always had a, a job and uh, so, yeah, but it's just still, um, it's kind of something that I've always had to do. And so I, I recognize that as, um, yeah, just kind of re- reaffirms that, that it's probably maybe I, I would like to believe what I, what I'm supposed to do. And, uh, so yeah, pe- people also always say that, um, you know, half the battle of figuring out life is kind of figuring out what you want to do. And then the other half maybe is like figuring out how to do it. So I, I've, I figured out the first part a long time ago. I feel like. Zach also threw around the idea of possibly going to law school and a couple other career paths. He went to community college as that was the most affordable place to start, especially when you don't know what you want to do. So how did you go from community college to the art center? What was that sequence of events? Well, I think that it was a kind of an unconscious unfolding of, of uh, scheduling of classes. I just kind of, uh, I spent a couple of years at community college. I took all my IGETC classes, which are like all the GEs that transferred to the UC system. Um, I did, I was always a good student. I, I put in a lot of time. Um, I had some really good classes um, that, that actually... <laughs> Uh, getting off topic a little bit, I guess, but some 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 of the classes I had, like a like a literate like a literature class, um, has really helped inform some of my paintings and ideas about art too. I found some really cool um, writers like Chekhov, all the all the the Russian writers, um, and uh, you know Philip Larkin, the poet, um, whose work I, I really admire. The, um, so I kind of found these these uh, these um, angles of inspiration uh, outside of art, which I thought was pretty. Which I found later was was really uh, helpful for me to to produce works, um, but yeah, I, I kind of, in looking back, I kind of always thought about the the those classes, especially the English classes, as fueling kind of my ideas for art. And I, I just still throughout it all didn't didn't acknowledge that that's what I should be doing or wanted to do. And I yeah, when I kind of checked my transcript, it was all just like art classes. And at the end, and after I got all the GEs out of the way, I was taking all these. I was retaking uh, figure drawing. I was teaching a um, like a figure drawing supplemental instruction, like after school kind of class too, which was a great experience. And so I was just kind of um, unconsciously kind of moving towards filling my all of my time with art there. And uh, I think I, I knew what I was doing, obviously, but um, but I just didn't couldn't bring myself to recognize. You know, I, I want to be serious about art. And uh, when I did that, finally, um, I. When I made that decision, it was it was uh, it was a great feeling. Get into an art school um, and just do the best you can. And how was your experience in art school? Uh, some some people have that experience of um, yeah, feeling like art school is maybe stifling their creativity in some ways. But I, I didn't really have that experience myself. I think because I up until that point considered myself more self taught, so I really wanted to um, learn how to how to make art, learn how to paint, learn how to how to do a number of things. Um, and, uh, so I think coming in with that kind of approach, um, really helped me. I was able to see a lot of progress. Um, I was able to beat out that fear of, um, applying paint. Now I'm kind of the opposite direction. I, I ruin things because I put too much sometimes. And, <laughs> and that's just how it goes. I mean, that's always, I think inherently what I wanted to, to do. So, yeah. So I think in the later classes in, uh, in school, um, they were, they were tend to be more creative, uh, more open-ended. I had classes with like Clayton Brothers, which was uh, really great. Um, I had portrait classes with Sean Cheatham, who's a great artist. 
yeah, and even Sean's class I thought was uh, it was wonderful and very helpful. And uh, I learned how to paint portraits, and that was incredibly exciting. Um, and quickly, I kind of wanted to, you know, go beyond just representational portrait making too, and and make uh, more expressive things. I think ultimately in art school it was just uh, it, it was helpful. I think that it, it served the the purpose well. I'm I'm grateful to to the experience. And so, did your parents support you pursuing the art? And kind of what was your overall plan uh, when it was time to graduate and leave art center? Yeah, they've always been supportive, and uh, I, yeah, I, I think they've they've yeah, I know they've always been um, supportive, and they didn't know exactly what that route looked like or what I wanted, what I was going to do. I mean, the the term art is such a huge umbrella term and within i mean in terms of um professions there there's so many areas that you know one could pursue but yeah i stubbornly have always loved fine art and and uh and gallery work and and uh um so i think my, my parents weren't sure exactly what what i was gonna do and neither was i but um but i think ultimately they supported uh, my my choice to to kind of figure it out um but but yeah i mean right after college like after uh in art center i i well in Art Center, I had a kind of a consultation with a couple of uh, education leads about, um, you know, the same question, like, what are you going to do with, with art? And uh, I remember telling them that, uh, you know, I, I, I really admire the work of Andrew Hem. He was an example that I knew of, um, somebody who I met and, and thought was really great. I would love to model kind of uh, a path after him if possible. And they said, well, yeah, that's very difficult. And if you do, it's probably going to take about 10 years. Um, and so my first thought was, well, I, I better get started right now. Um, I still have a few years to go, but, um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I felt. Zach didn't know exactly what he was going to do for the next 10 years to bring his vision to life. So he did what I think most people should do. And that's contact someone who has already achieved a similar goal and ask how they did it. So that's exactly what Zach did. And luckily he got a response. And, uh, when I graduated art center, I still was kind of unsure and I emailed uh, uh, an artist named Alex Konevsky, who is uh, also a fantastic artist uh, up in San Francisco. Um, he was generous enough to to give me some advice, um, and uh, he didn't need to. I mean, I was a stranger, but uh, but he gave me some really good good feedback. And he he advised me against pursuing MFA. He said that uh, you know they in his view they they taught people to to just paint the same way, and you'd go into all this debt, and you know you'd lose your originality, I think was his, was his take. And then also, um, he just said that, uh, painters paint, um, which is kind of a very blunt statement. He said that if you want to be really good at this and if you want to do this, show your work in as many venues as possible, uh, and just make, make, make it all the time. And, uh, so that kind of eliminated a lot of the, the, the other kind of variables to me, it gave me a, a path. And I think that that was a really crucial piece of advice from him. Um, so, so I'm very grateful to, to, to those words. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I think the consistency of just making work and making art, even if it's, uh, something that you do in addition to everything else, I mean, if you're consistent, I think that, um, things happen and, uh, your, your work progresses. And what was it about him that made you reach out to him specifically? It was just for that reason. I mean, I had no other, um, I, like there was no clear path for what I wanted to do, which was, I, I, you know, I, I love Adrian Genny's work. I, like, how do I get my work uh, into these these large galleries? How do I make work that I'm proud of first? Um, I didn't know who to ask, so I just you know 
shot in the dark. And thankfully he was, yeah, again, he was kind of the right person to talk to because um, I, I think generally artists are pretty generous with their time in my experience. And uh, I was really uh, grateful to him for those words because they really, they really helped me um, you know, since I've graduated. Another thing he said was that he never uh, viewed painting or art as a career, which I thought was interesting. I, uh, he just, it's just something that he, he's always had to do and, and, and is doing. But yeah, so it's an interesting kind of way of reframing the way that I was thinking about it. Um, and uh, so I, I reached out to him just for the reasons, like you said, that if you want, if you want to, um, if you really want to learn something, I mean, if there are, if there are people who you can talk to that are experts in that field or who have done, done it, then, uh, then they're the best resource. Definitely. If you can, if you can uh, manage it. And at, at that point in your life, when you were reaching out to him, how were you feeling about your life and your art in general? Well, my art was starting to develop. Like, I feel like I started to have some breakthroughs um, my final year of, of college, which was really exciting because uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting confluence of emotions. Up until that point, I never thought I had a style. I never thought that I had, I could call, like I had, I had teachers that would refer to uh, the phrase, my work. I, it, it was kind of a foreign idea to me. Like uh, in in college, people, you know, instructors would ask, "What is your work about?" Or, and I I didn't even know how to answer that because I didn't know what the what I didn't know if I had work like my work. I was just trying to get good at something for a long time, and I started feeling that way. I think um, as a senior in, in college, and it was really it's really been really exciting. Um, that's kind of the the primary motivation is just wanting to push that further always. But at the same time, there's the element of how am I going to survive in this world? I can't just paint all the time. Uh, can I? Um, let me ask somebody who, who seems to have done that. I, I just kind of was was uh, finding it in the, in the dark. I mean, the path wasn't really clear to me. Um, and it's meandered, but I, I've met a lot of great people and I've done a lot of really cool things. Like I, I taught for, for a bit. I've, I've uh, worked in university, art, art college and stuff. It's sometimes, uh, to me, uh, kind of knowing the early on what you want to do um, is is enough of a motivation to kind of continue forward without having a kind of a clear path sometimes. You know, I find your works very beautiful. And I know that some people have described them to you as being either like scary or grotesque. Do you find them beautiful? How do you feel about them? I feel like my, like a, I always want to paint um, work that is powerful, and sometimes that can be grotesque. If or it, it I, I can understand why people would might say that, um, or creepy sometimes. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, like Francis Bacon talked about um, truth, painting what's true, and I think sometimes truth can be violent or grotesque, maybe depending on the theme. Of course, if it's something that that um, is meant to be kind of you know, I don't know, <laughs> getting at the getting at the the heart of kind of the you know, human condition or the you know, all of these things that, that maybe can feel tragic. If you paint tragedy, it's not going to maybe look uh, always beautiful, but it is you know beautiful in a sense too. So I think by in, in by one definition, yes. Like I I, I always want to make work that, that I think is beautiful, but I think the conventional idea of of uh, beauty in a in a artwork maybe is maybe I I don't uh, subscribe to as much, and, and that's interesting because. Uh, Hanson Puttiff, my great great grandfather, painted a lot of beautiful landscapes and and fields and and lovely things. And uh, I just think my my interests are just so different, maybe. Uh, but I tend to I tend to kind of um, when I dig deep and I try to make something that's powerful to me, it tends to be 
there's this often somewhat of a dark element um, to, to, the, to the work. As you continue to make art, do you still feel like you're learning and, and do you feel like that's important to you to continue to evolve and try new things? I, I always feel like there's, there's more to learn. Um, I know that um, Lucian Freud, I think that I read a quote that he said that he never felt like a student. He always um, just kind of had this uh, fortitude, self you know, kind of you know, certitude, I guess, of uh, knowing what, who he was and, and what he wanted, something like that. Um, I have always felt like a student. I think that um, in a sense that you know, there's so much to learn. Uh, I'm, I'm perpetually just kind of wanting to, to learn more and, and uh, progress. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And uh, yeah, I've got a lot to do, got a lot to make. And I think I'm always going to feel that way probably. You know, do you feel like you need art? Like, do you feel like you need it to survive? Like you have to continue to make it? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it's like brushing, brushing my teeth. I mean, I can go a long time without it, but it starts getting pretty funky. Um, it's, it's <laughs> it is difficult. It really is. And, uh, I didn't used to feel that way as a, as a, as a younger artist. I was so, um, so worried about ruining something. There was like this, uh, nervousness. I put so much pressure on making art when I was, when I was a kid, I think. Um, and sometimes I would go a whole summer without drawing or when I was younger. Um, I think once I woke up, the, you know, just the, the fact that this is, you know, what I do is a big part of who I am. Um, I also recognize that I need to, to do it consistently, constantly. And, um, so I, I've also found that, um, what, no matter how I'm feeling, um, you know, happy, excited, frustrated, um, whatever the case might be, if I'm, if I'm in front of a, a work and it's it, frustrated about the work and it's not going the way I want it, if I'm putting time into something, um, there is a kind of a space that opens up and it just kind of reaffirms that I'm, I'm in the right place. And so I, I enjoy that I have that outlet outlet in, in painting and going too long without it. I think it makes me pretty stir crazy for sure. Zach is not done with his 10 year plan yet. He's still very much in the process of turning those dreams into a reality. And so what is your 10 year plan exactly? What's the end goal? What are you hoping to achieve? Where are you going from here? not quite at the 10 year mark. I graduated in 2015. So coming up on the two years from now, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to, um, get into some publications. I was able to get into new American paintings, um, which was great. Um, still have, uh, quite a few, um, benchmarks on my, on my list to, to tackle. Um, I wanted to do work with, with certain galleries, uh, group shows, um, uh, solo shows if possible. And, um, been, been fortunate to have a lot of opportunities for, for some really cool group shows um, and then some some really cool unexpected um, opportunities for some two, two-person shows and things like that. So, so yeah, I think it was somewhat of a nebulous plan, but, um, but the, the through line was just kind of continually, continually kind of um, making work, pushing the work forward and um, trying to initiate some, some opportunities, I think, through, through that process. Um, so the yeah so again the, the plan was kind of nebulous and kind of uh, tangential I guess or parallel to to you know surviving in the world um, it was kind of um, if if I sold work it was a bonus it was nice uh, but I didn't rely on selling artwork to make to make a living and uh, and I think that is probably the ten year goal if if I'm if I'm being honest with myself it would, I would love that that would that would be an amazing feat and uh, so any artists that have 
have done that, I think that's really wonderful. And uh, if it happens to take a little longer, then so be it. But um, but yeah, just just like the archetype of my my great grandfather, I, I know it can be done, and I um, applaud artists who have, have made it work. And uh, yeah, I think ultimately that's probably what I'm working towards. Thank you to Zach for coming on this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family. That would really help us grow this show and continue to produce it. This podcast was created by me, Jacob Johnson, fully produced, edited, everything by me. And it takes quite a bit of work, and I want this podcast to be not only the best quality it can be, but I want to reach even more people so that we can share these artist stories to the world and help them be seen. If you want to help me achieve this, please consider signing up to support us on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash real, where you can get bonus content and much more while also helping us support the show. Thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.